1: Children's books.
0: Why, what, and how? Fuse 8 and Kate will break it down for you now.
1: Ask and you shall receive. Ooh. In that, I didn't know what book to do this week, and so we asked people. We did. You asked on Instagram. I did. I asked on the Twitter. You did. And people had ideas and suggestions. And they they're did. Still, they're still rolling in. Because uh, Mother's Day is nigh. Well, when this,
0: when this comes when, out, when it, it, comes it out was yesterday. Yes. Mother's
1: Day is past. It's around this time of year. We thought it'd be a safe bet to do a picture book uh, with a mom. And let me tell you, we've done most of the heavy hitters, uh-huh. I would say. We, like, and so a lot of people were coming up with stuff we'd already done. Uh, one person said, "My mama says there aren't any zombies, ghosts, vampires." You remember that that weird one? Oh, yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. We did that. Uh, one person said, "Do one about Eloise's absent mom." Oh, wow, my, wow, that's a somebody got a a be in their bonnet about that one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there were suggestions for little critter ones and baby come out and all, all sorts of good things. What were the ones that? Uh, oh, on that Instagram, you got? someone
0: yeah. said, "Uh, just my mom and me." Uh, by Mercer Mayer yep. and then Just My Dad and Me for Father's Day. Uh, someone else suggested A Mother for Choco.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Piggy Book by Anthony Brown. Yeah, I've never
1: heard of that. It's British. About
0: invisible slash unpaid labor. Yeah. Um, and then a chair for my mother. Also, the, the rabbit hole suggested the that rabbit one. hole
1: is currently making the chair. So they did. Oh. Ha- they just did an Instagram post on that. How they are making the chair from a chair for my mother. Yeah, so we, they had they had a vested interest in mentioning that. We
0: one. did that yeah. one in episode one twenty two. We
1: did. We did. But then and, there was one more book. There was one more, and it is actually the book that we will be doing today. But um, before we get to any of that, who are you? Me, Kate, and and me, Betsy. And this fuse 8 and Kate, and if you like Fuse 8 and Kate, or you've really just tuned in this one time
0: because f- of this book, because end. of this
1: book, I don't know about that, okay, <laughs> but maybe, maybe, maybe you're a hardcore fan of this book. Who knows? Uh, but if you uh, if you aren't familiar with the premise of it, uh, we look at picture books. And yep. we determine if they should be classics or, or not so much. Yep. And if you would like to yell at us in person for our failure to make one book or another a classic, <laughs> uh, we will actually be at ALA at the ALA conference. We'll be on the conference floor. Uh, we will be interviewing people. In Chicago, Illinois. In Chicago, Illinois. And uh, yeah, we would love to see you. Uh, you'll be able to identify us. We, we may be wearing t-shirts and everything.
0: That's safe. So, Fuse and gate. That's safe. Fuse Kate. It'll, it'll be hard to
1: miss us. Exactly. Uh, but no, the, day, the two people—I should say two people—suggested this book today, and by some miracle of nature, my library happened to have a copy in, which made me very, very happy. Uh, we have done this author-illustrator pair at least two times. But I'd have to—I'd have to go into my notes, but at least at least two times we've done them. But we're doing them again. So here we go. Okay. Boo! Heckity peg. <Commonwealth> by Audrey Wood. <laughs> Illustrated by Don Wood. Yes, it's uh, Audrey Wood and Don Wood. We did King Bidgood's in the bathtub. We did the the one with the mouse and the strawberry. Oh yeah, yeah. And I don't remember if we did The Napping House or not. We, we, I think yeah, so, yeah, yeah. we did The Napping House. So we've done them at least three times before, but apparently we've never done this one, partially because I've never read this one. Uh, to, to this very moment, I still have me not neither, read Betsy, Me right, neither, Betsy. All right, well, guess what? You're going to have one up on me. Go read it before me. Oh, okay. Hooray. While Kate does her read, let's do a little background information into Peckity Peg. Uh, Hickney Pig got some pretty amazing reviews when it came out. Now, let's see if you can uh, spot what these reviews had in common. Booklist, when they talked about it, said that the art provides and gives the picture book a timeless quality. Uh, Someone named Betty Crisco said that it contained the characteristics of a classic. And Publishers Weekly said that it is really the ornate illustrations that carry it aloft to the dimension of classic fairy tales. So, time and time again... People are saying that this thing has classic status right when it comes out. It was inspired by a 16th century game played by children in Europe. And of course, when it came to the actual characters, as it turns out, apparently uh, Don Wood likes to model people off of real life. So Audrey modeled as the mother and Don modeled himself as the witch. In an interview with Reading Rockets, they, they talk a little bit about that and they say, here's the way it happened. He had drawn the entire book in pencil, right? And leaving out on every single page, the witch. And I kept saying, we've got to find a witch, which is an artistic error. You never ever, you know. A drawing is supposed to come up together. And this was a hole in those drawings. It was very, very bad art. Yes. So I thought and thought, what can we do to find a witch? Don is not going to want to ask anyone. And I can't find anyone because when we do, when he does these books, we have camera, action, makeup, costumes. I design the costumes and people. We give them scripts. So it becomes more like a little play. So what do they do? They cast Don as the witch. Simple as that. Hey, you're back. I am. That that took a while. I have plenty of notes to share. Uh, All right. Is it a long book? I didn't even... Actually, glance at its pages no, it's I, have no idea. Too,
0: I mean, it's it's a normal.
1: Way. Okay. It wasn't too much text. It wasn't. I, I mean, it's definitely wordier than some, okay. but.
0: I, didn't, I mean, it, it makes sense for the book. Okay, good, good. All right, excellent. Though the cover of the book, I definitely saw it as the woman in the middle is tearing her eyes out Yeah, and, and the woman on the floor is trying to find her eyeballs.
1: Oh, yeah, it's, it does look like that. Yeah, but that's not actually what happens. Is that not what's happening? Because no. that would be a very interesting book.
0: No, the, the one in the middle is actually a child. They're actually both child. There's seven children here. The story, oh, but they're like the
1: older children, yeah. Uh, Are they in charge of like watching the younger ones? No, oh,
0: no, What?
1: there's it's just a
0: single mom with seven kids. Oh, god, that's fun!
1: That's super fun! That's so much fun! Highly recommend two thumbs up, five (laughs) out of five, yeah. But the cover,
0: the title page. Tell me you don't see a face. I see in it right
1: away. I, it's got it, kind of like buck teeth. and there, it's like, it, There's this
0: house that is covered in, it looks like straw, and it definitely <laughs> looks like a face <laughs> in the house.
1: <laughs> oh, I, I know like, exactly how it talks and everything. It's like, hello. Yeah, so I <laughs> thought it was going to be the
0: story of a house with yeah. seven children in it. But, well, it kind of is. But Oh, well, there yeah, you go. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's get into it. There's a mom. There's seven kids. Right. Right? These kids are named... Okay. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday,
1: Sunday. Oh great. Well that makes it very easy to right? keep track of them. Thank God she didn't have an eighth child. <laughs> I don't know what she would have done. I guess go in other languages.
0: I don't know. Marty Marty Mahesh. Mahesh.
1: Mahesh.
0: <laughs> One of the kids is actually feeding a, a blackbird. Oh. What should hold on to that? Okay. That blackbird is important later. What? Yeah, and, okay. if, and if you want and if you didn't like actually notice it, you'd no. be like Later on, where did this blackbird come from? Apparently, it's been here the entire time. Okay. One other kid seems to be giving the
1: other kid a bath. Yeah. All right. Good for him. Yeah. Why not?
0: So, these kids are such good kids that the mother says, I will bring home anything you need from the market. However, it does say in the very first sentence that she's a poor mother. Right. So, I'm like, where are you getting the money to get seven different things of anything that the kids ask for? That's a...
1: Yeah. That's a weird statement, but sure. Okay.
0: This is also very orange uh, oh, illustrations. Yes,
1: yes. I assumed it was early morning and this is the early morning sun filtering in with its golden orange glow. Luckily,
0: it doesn't continue on to be always orange because at first I was like, oh no. You get
1: a little headache, yeah. headache from
0: that. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to no. be a problem. Okay. So on to the seven kids and the seven things that oh, they man. want. Right. So Monday wants a tub of butter. Tuesday wants a pocket knife. Wednesday, who is a girl? I was thinking Wednesday Adams. Mm. I don't know why Wednesday is a fem- anyway. Wednesday asks for a china pitcher. Thursday wants a pot of honey. Friday asks for a tin of salt. You could have anything, and you ask for a tin of salt. Dude, I
1: literally make trips to Penzi Spices just to get my gray sea salt. I feel are for you this kid. five because this little I know, child I is you might be addicted to salt. <laughs> That sounds delicious. Well, Saturday
0: wants crackers, and Sunday asks for a bowl of egg pudding.
1: What is egg pudding? I don't know, but
0: it sounds disgusting. I don't know. could be
1: good. <laughs> eh. Bring us some eggy pudding. Oh, bring, bring us, us some, some eggy, eggy pudding. pudding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the mother says, okay, so I'm on my way to the market. I'm going to get these seven things. But there's two rules. Don't let a stranger in and don't touch fire.
1: Yeah. I feel well, like those are pretty those basic. Those are really good rules. Basic yeah.
0: rules that every child yeah. should abide by.
1: And every folktale has a, the children told, do not open the door to strangers. And they usually uh, fail in that. So. Spoiler alert, they fail in this one. Oh, there you go. Right. You won't have a story otherwise. <laughs> right. So, yeah.
0: so uh, before long, there's a witch that comes up with a cart. And the witch says, I'm Hecate Peg." I've lost my leg, let
1: me in. Yeah. <laughs> With a charming <laughs> phrase like that, how could they resist? I mean it rhymes. Yeah, I it mean it rhymes in gonna... everything. Exactly. Yeah. Also her so... name's Hecate Peg, which is a great
0: name. <laughs> and the kids are like, "Sorry, we can't uh we were told Mom we can't. Said no. We can't let a stranger in." Right. And the uh, witch is like, all right, well, uh, all I need is a light for my pipe. Can Bring me a burning straw.
1: This seems like a reasonable request.
0: And the kids are like, sorry, uh, we can't. we right, can't touch fire. can't right? touch fire. Yeah, good call. Yeah. Right.
1: So the witch is
0: like, look, if you let me in and light my pipe, I'll give you this. And she holds out a sack, and it has gold in it. I, I mean, mean... They are poor. They are poor.
1: You can understand their sack temptation of gold. here. Sack of gold. Who's going to say no to that? So
0: the kids are like, all right, for a sack of gold, we'll let you in and light your pipe. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, it's seven on one. So... <laughs> the kids... <it's laughs> Maybe, kinda, but it, she's wiry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's, and she's got one leg, you know? And she's got one leg. Yeah. You would think you would have, like, a pretty basic. advantage. There'd be an advantage, yeah. right?
0: Well, the kids let the witch in, they light up some straw to light up her pipe. She lights up her pipe. And then we come to probably my favorite illustration in the entire book. Okay. The witch turns all the children into food. and you can, And you can see their souls <gasps> turning into the different food. Oh, it, my God. That is dark. Right? But Whoa. what they ask for is... Kind of works with what they turn into. Oh. Like Monday asked for a tub of butter and becomes bread. Wednesday asked for a china pitcher and becomes milk. Saturday asked, we for... just like a pool of milk on the ground. Uh, no, okay, it's, it's got a, a bucket. It's a bucket, bucket of milk. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then uh, Saturday asked for crackers and became cheese. Mm-hmm. Just a giant. Thing. moral
1: of the story. Don't trust old ladies. Obviously, <laughs> duh. Well, I just thought
0: this was a really cool page. It is. It's like the they're faces... translucent. They
1: look like they're in the haunted mansion. Yeah,
0: yeah. but their faces are eerie. They're yeah. creepy. That's oh, I love it.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's some <laughs> creepy, ghost story. That's some creepy stuff, man. Because <laughs> I thought she was going to be doing the lighting part. They decided they were going to play with fire anyway. Like, <laughs> well, she's kind of lighting it. I mean, they're
0: all holding out different. Right. Burned straw well
1: it seems like a terrible it's a miracle that this house didn't burn it up
0: into flames after they became yeah yeah, after they became you know food yeah so the witch uh puts all the food into her cart Mm -hmm. and she goes through town she goes over a bridge she crosses a field she gets into the woods to her hut and i'm like witch honey (laughs) you have magic powers you could not magically form a horse and a cart so you don't have to like
1: pull the cart. I mean, no wonder she's cranky. Didn't she have a <laughs> And on one foot. And what happened to that thing of gold? Was that just like a. I guess no, that's. She kept it. That's kept it, okay. Yeah. Was it in the same sack? <laughs> what do you mean? Gold's heavy. Well, she put or the she sack put the food. In,
0: back in the cart. Okay, yeah, in know. the cart.
1: Okay, so she doesn't have a cart. But, she has a yeah. cart
0: that she's pulling with she's one pulling leg. She
1: pulling herself with one leg. Yeah, no, I think And outside of her hut
0: is a whole bunch of bones all over oh, the ground. Oh, lovely. Got a
1: very, uh creepy vibe
0: there. Yeah. Oh, very Baba Yaga. Oh, there okay. So uh, the mother comes back, and she doesn't see her kids. Luckily, her house didn't burn down. Yeah. But then... The blackbird from the beginning comes back and can talk. Oh, good. That's I, helpful. I mean... That's we, actually helpful. If we're believing in witches and
1: magic, oh, yeah. we got to believe in talking birds talking now. Talking birds is awesome. Yep. I'm a talking
0: bird. So the mother is asking, like, who's taken my children? And the bird says follow me, it's heckety Peg, she lost her leg, they let her in. And I'm like, wait a minute, why does the <laughs> fact that she lost her leg matter? Why? It, it, I think the bird is trying to tell her that she needs to kick out her one last <laughs> leg from under her. You need to,
1: like, you need to play Just, dirty, yeah, mama. <laughs> exactly. You need to saw that leg in half, sweetheart. <laughs> Chop it. So the mother
0: follows the blackbird through the town, through the field, into the woods, and to the hut. At this point, The witch has laid out all the food on her table. It looks delicious. She's already got two (gasps) fingers into the pie. Okay, that's
1: horrifying.
0: Which, I'm wondering, maybe that's Tuesday's hair? I'm hoping for hair.
1: (laughs) We're really hoping for hair (laughs) here. We really don't know.
0: However, she has the coolest candelabra that looks like it's made out of mushrooms or something. I think
1: it's just like melted wax on wax on wax because they used to have candelabra like that in the restaurant here in town. It's so cool. It's very cool. It's a cool idea, too. So this is, like, woman versus woman yes. fight to the death. Like, this is, like, the movie Willow. Remember Willow when, no. like, the two old sorceresses are, just like, punching the but heck the mother, out of each other? the yeah. mother's
0: not a witch. She doesn't have magical powers. No, no, no. She's just a, she's just a poor mom with yeah, seven kids. Yeah, she's an angry
1: mom. Well, mm-hmm. she's very angry. Yeah, you don't want to mess with an angry she, mom.
0: She's pounding on the door being like, let me in. And the witch is like, you can't come in. And mom's, You're, well, the witch says, your shoes are dirty. <laughs> So the mom's like, "Okay, I'll take them off." Excuse,
1: but all right. She pounds
0: on the door again. Let me in! And the witch is like, "You can't come in. Your socks are dirty." (laughs) Mom's like, "Okay." Made me take off my shoes. So she takes off her socks. She's like, pounds on the door again. Let me in! And the witch says, "You still can't come in. Your feet are dirty." So at this point, I'm thinking like, "Okay, she's gonna take off her feet." No, she's gonna. I thought she was gonna wash her feet, Mm -hmm. but no. The mom says, "Fine, then I'll cut them off." Yeah, that was what I was wondering. Like that's a
1: fairy tale answer to that sort of problem. So, but yeah. what she
0: does and is she gets on her knees, hides oh, her dress over her legs, yeah, 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 and yeah. then crawls to the door and she's like, "Let me in. I want my children back." And then the witch looks down and sees the mom supposedly doesn't have any feet, so she lets her in and I'm thinking, Did the witch let her in because the witch only has one leg, and maybe she she saw the mother with no legs, and maybe she felt like she could finally relate to a woman with a physical disability,
1: (laughs) you know? Even if it was self-caught. Maybe
0: she just wanted a friend who could understand her, and this was the only way she knew how to do it. That's so sweet. She is about to eat this woman's children.
1: Well, are aware
0: that she is about to eat seven children. She was going to, but then she decided against it and wait for the mom. You know? Maybe. Maybe that was... Well,
1: maybe the mom is tastier.
0: I don't know. There's more to the mom. I'm on the witch's side here. I see.
1: Clearly. (laughs) So then the witch points
0: to the table with all the food on it and says, If you can guess
1: who is your child, like, you know, item by item... it's." It's like return to Oz when she has to find them in the room of and it's all the green objects. Right. Well she
0: says if you can correctly identify them then I won't eat them for dinner. And the mom, and I do like how the table is kind of, like, bowing in the middle. Yeah, that's well, a lot
1: of heavy food. I mean,
0: you have seven children on a table.
1: And this was the guy who did uh, King bed goods in the bathtub, which had, like, big spreads of food in that as well. So, Donwood just likes big spreads of food.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, at this point, I thought it was, like, a coincidence that, you know, the, mm-hmm. the what they requested versus what they turned into. No, not so much. Um, it's actually... Makes sense, because the mother is able to look in her basket, see the things that she bought, ah. and then correlate them with oh, very her cool. child.
1: That's very cool.
0: So the mom says, well, bread wants butter, so that's Monday. Uh, you know, milk wants pitcher, that's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Cheese wants crackers, that's Saturday. But I'm thinking, like, how would the witch know... Which is which child? Like, the witch. Yeah, yeah. how is the, the
1: witch going to call her on this? Right, one?
0: the witch isn't going to know that the pie is Tuesday. No, you know? She,
1: her. Yeah, she doesn't know their names. Exactly. They we weren't wearing name tags right. when she transformed them. Yeah. So, how
0: would she. Well, okay. Uh, apparently. The mother knows. Well, oh, the witch doesn't care. Witch I don't know. She not
1: know, yeah.
0: But all of a sudden, every child turns back into themselves. But the expression on the witch's face oh, is, wow. like, horrifying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and
1: I love it. That's a good one. That's <laughs> a good one. Remember, uh, Illustrator Don Wood posed for the witch himself, which I just love. He, he uses models for his art, and uh, they couldn't find anyone to do the witch, so he was the witch. That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah. That was pretty cool. So the mother, you know,
0: hugs and kisses all of her children, and the children all, like, hug and kiss each other. And then we see mama bear mode yeah, mama activated bear mode. fight 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 and fight, she's fight, like fight i've got she jumps i feet. got two good legs <laughs> and two feet and she says now you'll be sorry you ever took them whoa and she chases the witch
1: what who's only on one leg so she chases a one-legged witch okay and i'm thinking witch you've got magic yeah use your magic you know when you're being chased your mind's not in a place. Well, where she's being chased by eight people, oh, at this eight people. Oh, eight people! But one of whom is a mama. Yeah.
0: Right, and and they chase the witch out of the hut, out of the woods, across the field, through town, over a bridge, and then the witch jumps off the bridge into water, never That's to be. That's not good
1: for magical beings, usually.
0: <laughs> in, in you know, never to be seen again. But I do like the blackbird is oh. on the bridge looking over. So, you know what? This bird needs to be well taken care of. Uh, from yeah no from this point on because the mother wouldn't have known that her children were missing if it hadn't been for the blackbird
1: i'm kind of surprised they didn't end up with any gold i thought maybe they like would end up with the witch's gold at the end but they seem to be exactly where they were at the beginning of the book yeah well yeah yeah and that's it though i do kind of like hope that they're you know and i know there's not one but it sure feels like Hecate peg too the heckening that should <laughs> that should be the next thing that should be the sequel. So, I'd Audrey it. and Dunwood, I know you still got it in you. <laughs> I'm I'm waiting for the heckening. Yeah, <laughs> if ever it would come. Uh, yeah, boy, that is a good. Okay, so hat tip to the people who suggested that we do this one for Mother's Day, uh, because that is a mama bear mm-hmm. defend your children, uh, title, which I I did not know. So, yeah, ratings time. You go first. Oh, I like it a lot. Uh, I like, I mean, you know, I, I always like Don Wood's art. But I feel like this is an original folktale. Uh, maybe it has some antecedents, maybe it has, you know, it's got elements from other stories that are out there, but generally speaking, this is fairly original. And I looked at a bunch of reviews of it, and they were all like, classic class classic, 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 classic. I like it a lot. Uh... I think it would read well one on one. I think it might even read well to a large group. Uh, I think it was well paced. I think they were really they were really hitting their stride uh, when this came out. So um, I don't. I'm not like oh, it's the greatest book in the entire world, but yeah, I'm giving a strong seven point five. Okay. Yeah. I'm disappointed in the witch. You know, really, you just don't think she was bringing it. She
0: didn't need to let the mother in, and maybe she just wanted to talk to another. You know disabled woman and this was the only way she knew how to make friends. Okay? Okay, so And she didn't use what? her magic at the end when she clearly could have.
1: I mean. To protect
0: herself. You know, I'm I'm on the witch's side and she, <laughs> she failed me. She failed me. Yeah. So
1: Well, you're not a mother, so. I, that's true. <laughs>
0: there you go. And yeah. maybe if all maybe all of her magic was in that pipe and she smashed the pipe once she turned the children into food. Oh, that was foolish. But of her. In, in which case, like, if all of her magic was in the pipe, then she shouldn't have broken it. So, also, if the witch hadn't ran, if she just, like, stood her ground, what was the mom going to do? Like, do a
1: fist fight? I assume mom was going to tear her eyeballs out with her fingernails. That would have been what I would have done. like,
0: Like I thought was
1: supposed to happen on the cover? Yes! Yes! And then the witch would be crawling on the ground looking for her freaking eyeballs. And then it would be eight on one. Exactly. But the the with their teeth.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The illustrations are definitely Kate art. They're just a bit orange in the beginning. Yeah, it's kind
1: of funny how he did that. I'm
0: glad that kind of resolves as the story goes on. The souls of the children illustration is my favorite. It's so creepy. It's so good. It's also a really good thing that the kids didn't ask for very heavy things from the market. <laughs> like, I want a vacuum cleaner. A
1: bowling ball, I'd mother. like a,
0: a safe. Yeah. <laughs> An anvil. A piano. Uh, but this is definitely a story of a mother who knows her children. And you know what? Good for her for supporting Seven by herself. You know, it's it's a... For a Mother's Day book, this is definitely a great classic story. I gave it a 6.5. All right. So with our scores combined,
1: it's a classic. It's a classic. Well done, Woods. Yeah. My goodness. I would love to look at the list of how they've done in the past. I suspect they've done fairly well, um, each and each of their books that we've done. So there you go. Letters time. All right. We have a nice letter this week from Karen G, who wrote, Your reading and review of Dead Bird was very timely, personally, for two reasons. I am an elementary public school teacher, and last week during recess, one of my students ran up to me to show me something. He was very excited. It was the head of a dead bird. My students know I love all living things, so being neurodivergent, he likely thought I would be exciting to see this treasure. Oh. We got his hands washed and sanitized, <laughs> and I explained why we can't pick up dead animals. And then on Sunday, I was... To be fair, it was only a head. It was just a head,
0: <laughs> but yeah.
1: <laughs> then on Sunday, I was sitting in my car with the window rolled down, waiting for my family. And the some... head
0: rolled in. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> get some frozen yogurt, and a bird pooped on me through the open window. And mind oh. you... The window was only open about a third of the way at most. I know <laughs> it is supposed to be good luck, but I did not feel lucky. It's just gross. It's supposed to be good luck? I, I just, well, I think it's sort of like... If a bird poops on you, it's good luck? That's what I've heard. Huh. It's It I sounds like terrible... That terrible luck but i guess all luck after that will be better so yeah (laughs) can
0: only go up from here
1: exactly love your podcast and also want to thank you for your grown-up things we like recommendations i've listened to several episodes of if books could kill and really enjoy it oh thank you karen yeah what a nice letter very nice letter and and actually in the form of a letter which they aren't always yeah cool grown-up things we like Uh, You go first. Okay, I'm very excited about this one. Uh, It's an actual grown-up TV show. Yay, I so rarely do those. It's on Peacock. It's called Mrs. Davis, uh, and it stars Betty Gilpin. And it was co-created by the folks who made Lost and the Big Bang Theory, right? So if you combine those things, this is a pretty accurate answer of what you would do. Betty Gilpin is a nun, and the world basically has fallen under the control in the nicest possible way by an AI called Mrs. Davis. Mrs. Davis has gotten rid of wars and poverty. And if you want a job, you can have a job. And she's there to help people. Um, and Betty Gilpin, our nun, refuses to talk to her. Because she talks to everybody through these like little earbuds um, that people are always wearing. You've, I've yet to hear the voice of Mrs. Davis. You only hear other people speaking for her to the nun. Finally, after a, a series of things... Mrs. Davis has a conversation with the nun and tells the nun that she has a quest. She must find the Holy Grail. (laughs) And that is about the level that we are dealing with here. It is wacky, goofy, really bizarre. And I don't know where it's going, but it's just incredibly fun. Uh, Just a fun, fun. About the time the nun and a guy on a motorcycle are going through a giant donut uh, being chased by... uh, guys with german accents it it, you're you're on board with this thing okay it is great so two thumbs up i've only seen two episodes but i i have heard many wonderful reviews of it and that would be mrs davis and it is streaming on peacock
0: okay Mine is also a TV show. Oh. It's kind of in the Mother's Day theme, sort of. Ooh, I nice. watched uh, the entire season of Queen Charlotte on Netflix, which oh is- Oh my lord, you binged Queen Charlotte. I did. Yeah. It's the spinoff show from Bridgerton. Yeah, 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 so yeah. it has the same types of like hot scenes as Bridgerton, but the issues are much deeper. So huh. it's not just like, why doesn't he like me? Or why can't I find a wife? It tackles segregation mm-hmm. and racism, huh. class, Life After Becoming a Widow, and Mental Health. Um, A lot of it is Hurry Up and Make Babies, which I think a lot of women get pressured to do when they hit a certain age. But I found the show entertaining and sad and funny and sweet and all the things. So if you uh, liked Bridgerton, you will definitely like Queen Charlotte on Netflix.
1: Very cool. Wow. Two actually grown-up things that we liked. Yes. We actually fulfilled the... Terms of the contract. I mean, <laughs> magnificent.
0: Well, happy Mother's Day to you. Well,
1: thank you. you, thank you, thank you. And uh, yes, I think uh, I have to I have to thank the people who are doing the recommendations because they were dead on with this one.
0: And we should thank our mother because if it wasn't for her, happy Mother's Day, Mom, there would there be, there be no podcast. No there would be no podcast. Yep. I mean, that's very
1: straightforward, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, and so as for future, I have some ideas for future, uh, books that we'll do. No, I'm not, I'm not giving a darn thing away. Oh, oh, okay. So, there we go, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) And until I do give something away, I have been Betsy. I'm Kate. Bye. Fuse 8 and Kate is a Fuse number 8 production. You can reach us at FuseKate8 at gmail.com. You can follow our podcast on Twitter at Fuse underscore Kate. You can follow us on Instagram at Fuse8Kate. That's Fuse number 8, Kate. Listen to us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or Player FM, or follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by and Kime, and our drukkity peg is Drew Atienza. Fuse 8 and Kate is a creation of Kate Atienza and Betsy Bird.